Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis. After being widowed at 38 with three little kids and now blending our family with a man that made my heart come back to life, I know that it is hard to calm the chaos through life's ups and downs. If you are lost in the overwhelm of motherhood, if you're trying to be mindful of true self-care again, or if you need to find simple ways to detox your life, mind, and home, come to The Well. Our online wellness collaborative of coaches where you can find restoration through natural wellness, inner healing, and faith that brings freedom to your heart. In the Bible, the woman at the well went to the well for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. Grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. Welcome back to the Purpose Series on The Well Podcast this week. I hope that you have gone and checked out the Purpose Pursuit. It was live yesterday, and it's so exciting to see people checking it out and seeing if it's a really good fit for them to live in 2024 and so much more purpose and clarity for not only where you've been, but where you are right now and where you want to go. I don't think that there's anything more empowering than to be settled and not anxious and living in purpose. And so go check that program out. It is live and it is just for you. It's only $49. It's a digital course with five different self-paced modules that you get to work through. And you do some time in remembrance and reflection. You do some time in thinking about what is on your plate right now. There's a plan to make your self-care a priority because that should be all of our purpose is to take care of ourselves so that we can pour out into our family and to others. And then you get really clear on visions and your purpose and what you really, really want to do. So today I want to talk a little bit about taking an inventory. And this might be something that you really need to do before you know if you want to jump into a program like this, because you might be kind of thinking, you know, I don't really, I've got so much on my plate. I don't want to really hope for more or start to be thinking about something else. Or what if I'm not living in my purpose, then what does that mean? Right? And so I am not encouraging any of you to walk through this process to not be content or to be searching for something that isn't possible. Um, I'll give you a little spoiler alert. A lot of times when we really dig into our purpose, we just get a bigger why and reason for what we're already doing. And then we're just able to add on a couple points of self-care or dreaming or creating that just kind of sweeten the pot. And so this isn't going to be something that is just going to upset your whole life. It's actually just going to give you so much more peace and calm and clarity. So I want to invite you today in this purpose journey to do an inventory on what takes your time, what takes your energy, what takes parts of you. You have limited resources. There's only 24 hours in a day for all of us. There's only so much energy that we can all expend. There's only so many conversations that we can have and ways that we can pour out in a day. So when you're looking at that precious commodity of a 24 hour day, 
or seven days in a week or even 365 days in the year, what are you giving away? Are you steering the ship or does your schedule? Are you choosing what takes your time or are you living according to everyone else's demands and desires? And when I say these things, I'm not saying if you have small children, obviously their demands and desires are going to are going to take precedence and that that is the season that you are in. When we talk about our roles, our role as a wife and a mother and a homemaker are absolutely the most precious to us. Our children don't stay small for long. And so these are not bad things, but I just want you to take inventory of of really what it is. Is it maybe that even when you are taking care of your children, you are taking them to three different dance classes and four different sports, and because your sister-in-law thought that it was a good idea, you also put them in another group or something else? Is it? Is there ways that within that beautiful role of motherhood or being a caretaker for children, you have let things on the outside dictate what is good for you. And it might not be for your family at this time. When you feel lost or out of alignment with your purpose, it's most likely because things are taking your time and energy and focus that are depleting you. Because when you are like, everything that I'm doing is purposeful. (laughs) There's a reason why we do this activity. There's a reason why this is on our calendar. There's a reason why we schedule this in, why we don't schedule this in. That purpose is that being so purposeful in your decision-making is what gives you that clarity and that calm to know that you're in alignment. And so in the purpose pursuit, we take an inventory of all of your roles and your responsibilities and your calendar. And then very few roles can you really get rid of. Um, They kind of more fall into the responsibilities category of stuff that you can get rid of. Your roles are being a wife, a mom, a a homemaker, maybe your job, although maybe that's a role that you're interested in switching out. Maybe your job is not lighting you up the way that it used to, or maybe it never did and you just kind of fell into a job or a career because, again, it was what someone else needed at that time. And you really want to take that step back to find out if maybe that is not what is aligned anymore. I'm not also saying to just go and quit your jobs. Please don't make all of your husbands hunt me down. (laughs) But I want you to maybe think about those things that make your chest tighten and you just, you write it down and you're like, oh, I didn't choose that one. It chose me. So what is no longer serving you? What do you do? just so you don't have to say no. (laughs) What do you say yes to just because it's easier if you just get it done? And what days of the week do you absolutely dread? This will tell you in your responsibilities really what is not serving you anymore. Because like I said, our roles many times cannot be changed. Our roles are who God has given to us and we're usually thankful for the majority of them. But when it comes to our responsibilities, I want you to take a moment. And if you end up doing the purpose pursuit, you'll already have this activity done then. But I want you to write down all of those roles and responsibilities that are requiring 
time and effort from you? Are you driving carpool way more than the other moms on your street? Are you volunteering for the classroom or something at a sport or at school that you just really don't have time for and you're always stressed the morning that that happens? Are you doing all of the laundry for your late middle school or late elementary or high school students still? Are you cleaning the house all of the time instead of sharing any of those responsibilities? Are you doing all of the cooking? Are you planning all the meals, organizing the closets, running all the errands? And then also those responsibilities that you do for you. Are you maybe you maybe started working out or doing healthy things because it came from a really great place, but it's gotten out of control and you are going because it doesn't really fit into your schedule, but you said that you would meet a friend at a 5 a.m. class and you are just needing more sleep. You're like me, you're getting older and your body needs so much more recovery time than it ever needed before. So some of those are actually responsibilities. This one's kind of silly, but... Have you been on a three-week schedule to get your nails done and you're like, you know what, this is just not the time or the money that I want to be spending on this and I'm done. Um, Are you always there for maybe your kids' practice when maybe their dad can go or maybe grandma can take them? Are you maybe doing some things that are just not serving you? Like, are you planning parties, but really taking it to the far extreme. And they're so ridiculously (laughs) over the top that maybe you can step back on some of those things that even you enjoyed to do, but it's not serving you right now in this moment. So as you go through all of your roles and responsibilities, also look at how that plays into your calendar. Is there something that's just taking a lot more time? And this might be some habits. Now, this might be stuff like scrolling social media or binge watching Netflix or just anything that is maybe not a good use of our time or needs to be limited more. This is that opportunity to free up time because when you work into a phase of finding your purpose, you're going to want more time to be able to put in those things that really light you up. And then let's look at the things that are no longer serving you. What, um, what can you outsource, delegate, or delete? And oh my goodness, in the years after TJ passed away, this is what, this really changed my life. It really did. I, I was taught this from, I think, a podcast. Um, Ange Peters is one of my favorite leaders in my company. And she taught this concept and it just changed my life. It is whatever you, you, you figure out basically what you make an hour if you're working, okay? What you make an hour or what you feel like your time is really worth. And anything that you can get someone else to do for less than that money is what you outsource. And so this really changed things for me. Um, I was really actively teaching a lot of essential oil classes. I was doing farmer's markets every single um, Tuesday. I was leading a really big team. People were so hungry for natural solutions. I was so, so busy. But I really like a clean house. It is 
a homemaker is just something that is really, really important to me. I think that it represents me maybe in an unhealthy way. I'm not sure, but I just, when my home is chaotic, my brain is chaotic. And so I really, really needed that to be clean. So I figured out that I could have someone clean the house for me. And as long as I was doing income producing activities during that time, I was actually money ahead. And just coming in and having it all done rather than me trying to vacuum one day and do dishes, or I'm sorry, do um, the bathrooms a different day and um, sweep out the lanai and all the different things. Once I outsourced that, it took off really a whole entire day because I would try to be working and cleaning and picking up kids at carpool. It saved me so much time. That was the best thing that I ever, ever outsourced. I also started getting my groceries delivered and this changed everything for me. I think it was $99 for the year and you did have to tip them, but I've just figured with gas money and my time, it was so beneficial. And so I was able to outsource just days, really. I mean, that took so much time. And then I really felt better for my mental health, for my emotional health when I was out walking. So I would sit and order all the groceries. I would go for a walk. And by the time I got home, they were there. And I was just like, this is changing everything for me. And then what can you delegate? So those are the things that you can outsource, but what can you delegate? And this might be something that you struggle with because it's hard to ask for help. It's hard sometimes to relinquish the control of someone not doing things, maybe as good as you feel that you do them. But asking, you know, the kids to take out the trash or the kids to do the dishes, the asking your husband to fold the loads of laundry or whatever it is, whatever you can delegate. And sometimes it's even to other people. Are you on a board or committee where you have done the agenda for every meeting for the past three years? And can you maybe ask somebody else to do that? Or you volunteered for something or you have made the coffee for Bible study for so long and you can just ask someone else to do it. It's so freeing to figure out ways that you can start to say no, not yet or not anymore. That is so, so powerful. And then after doing this inventory, what do you just need to delete? I remember doing, I was the treasurer for my church preschool. I was, it, it literally made my stomach hurt every time I had to do it. If I had like time without kids to sit, I probably could be decent in accounting, but it just does not come naturally to me. I would so much rather be talking, creating than sitting in balancing numbers. It's just, it's not my thing. The taxes and all of that just makes me nervous. I want it all to be perfect. And it just, I, I, I just don't like it. It's just not my area, but there was no one else to do it at the time. And so I was doing it for years and years. And when I started to do a lot of this personal development work about things that really don't serve me anymore, I quit. And it was the most freeing day Nobody was upset. <laughs> Someone else was willing to do it, that it was in their wheelhouse. And so many of these things that I want you to learn to, to inventory and delete are just things that are not for you to do because you're good at different things. 
And when we find our strengths, what lights us up, what feels light, what feels easy, and we're just doing those things and delete the other things, just quit them, say no to things that don't serve us, it will just be amazing at at just how you even feel when you think about the day where you have to do this. So that is kind of what to not do. And then what in your inventory must be protected? What lights you up? What is something? For me, it is family dinners on Thursday nights. I know a lot of people have them on weekends or way more often. And we do get around the table more often, but that's the only night that most of our children are home since we're a blended family and the kids are working. And that is a non-negotiable as well as my Tuesday date nights. Being a wife um, right underneath being being God's child is the most important role in my life. And my husband and I defend and protect that night together so, so much. That absolutely must be protected. Um, I protect my workouts and my self-care. And I just those things that are in my calendar that add to my purpose of how I take care of myself are what is absolutely my, my non-negotiables. So what lights you up? What makes you so excited when you see it on your calendar the next day, right? You should feel that way about the majority of your days. You should honestly be enjoying your life. And if you're doing this inventory and you're like, oh, I hate that responsibility. I don't like my job. My kids are really naughty on this night because we have them up too late the night before. All of those things that we all struggle with. This is your time to go in and to do this work. And so I hope that you'll jump into the purpose pursuit and dive into it a little bit deeper, but this is that little teaser that just helps you to take that inventory and to clean up and make room for the space of the things that really, really light you up. You should love most days. And then my last question for you, and again, this is not to make you feel discontent or envious or jealous, But I think that it's human nature to kind of look around and think, man, she's got it really good. And so I want to invite you to take time for a second to ask yourself that. What do you see others doing in your life and think, gosh, I would love to do that. I wonder if that's possible for me. Or, oh, I could never have that, right? It might be kind of the negative slant that you might be taking on it. It might be someone on social media. It might be someone you know, in your friend group or another mom at your kid's school. And I want you to think about not only what they have or what they do, but what would change if you did have that? Or what is it? What actually get words to those emotions of just not, oh, well, she just looks really good when she blah, blah, blah. But no, like, what do you feel that they have or it allows them in life And that really might help you find where your core desires are, where your wishes are, where your hopes or dreams are. Um, Not to compare yourself, not to get stuck there, but to think of those feelings and emotions that you would have if you were doing what they did. Because sometimes, you know, we just see people's highlight reel. We don't see the real hard parts. Even if someone has, you know, the dream business or the dream family or whatever it is, a lot of 
blood, sweat, and tears have gone into that for every single person. No one just has a cakewalk. But sometimes when we look at the outside, we can see just kind of what we think we might want. And that gives us something to really try to qualify and to quantify to figure out what that core desire is. And so I hope that your inventory is not making you feel in a funk. I hope it's making you feel excited that you have the power to change your life, that you have the power to give energy and time and money and yourself to, that you get to make those decisions. And I hope that as you do this inventory, um, you'll jump in the purpose pursuit with me so that you can really make a plan then for what to fill those empty spots that you've cleared out into what would help you live your purpose. If you have felt lost in motherhood and want 2024 to be a season of you stepping out in purpose and excitement and clarity for your life, I want to personally invite you to the Purpose Pursuit. Go to thewellteam.com up top, go to courses and you'll see the Purpose Pursuit. Right now it is live and ready for you. A five module self-paced digital course that you can work through at your own rate for only $49. This price will never be lower and I'm so excited for you to jump in and to find your purpose and to become the woman that you have been dreaming of.